This is the moment you've all been waiting for. Live with the best father and son team on the internet. It's time for Homie and the Dude. What is up, everyone? We are Homie and the Dude, the father and son podcast team. And today we have Aaron Jaws Homoki, a professional skateboarder known for his big ass drops. Aaron, <laughs> what the fuck is up, dude? <laughs> How are what? you today? What is going on, homie and the dude? <laughs> dude, we need that Thank as an you. intro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm hanging out, man. Thank you guys for inviting me on here. I appreciate no, it's, it. It's an absolute pleasure, dude. We've been a uh, long, long time fans and a uh, uh, it's it's an absolute honor to be in your company, actually. Um, uh, dude, I, I heard that you had some knee surgery. How are you doing at the moment? Are you, are you recovering like at the moment? How's that going? It is going good. So I got knee surgery uh, in December. Um, so it's been uh, like late December. So it's been about four months. Um, mm. Still got a couple more months until I'm skating again. And then I'd say probably like, like I don't know, four, 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 six, four to six months till I'm jumping off roofs again. <laughs> yeah, so, amazing. Wild. Dude, was it a was it an incident or was it just sort of a a buildup of damage that was going on over a period of time? How did it go down? It was it was um it was a couple slams that did it to me. It was like a slam that I took a while ago that I partially tore it and I chose not to get. Uh, I got ACL surgery, so I tore my ACL. So the first one, I like partially tore it, decided not to get surgery. And then the second time, I like fully tore it. And then that's when I needed surgery. So it was like two slams kind of combined into, into one. Um, and it wasn't even like too bad of a slam. Like the one that I actually fully tore it on, I was trying to do like a backtail big spin on the on the skate park rail, like this little like two flat two rail, and uh, <laughs> just came down wrong and just just hurt, yeah. just messed my knee up. So yeah, and then that was when I was like, "Frick, it's torn." So got you surgery. could tell. Yeah, I could tell for sure. Um, yeah. And, uh, and then I got surgery on it, and now I'm able to like I've just started being able to like run and jump now so i'm doing these little like box jump things to get myself get back to back at it but uh yeah we're getting there so nice dude that's dope wow. sounds pretty savage and do you know what? it's it's so weird that the smallest things cause some of the like the weirdest injuries like i was a uh, my, my biggest injury that i've taken is i broke my wrist in like three places and I literally just tried to do like a revert on some like cobbles and I hit a like crack and just went flying and just broke my <laughs> wrist and that was it. And I was like, I can revert. Are you kidding me? Like, come on, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the one that when I heard it, like I wasn't even filming anything. Like it's like a trick that I've done like a couple times at the skate park. And I was like, Oh, let me just do this again. And I just mm. landed weird. And I felt my knee go like shift, like, mm. And I was like, oh, fuck. And then I knew. But the slam that I initially heard it on, I was like, it wasn't like that bad necessarily. Yeah. 
and then one I really heard it on, I was just fucking around at the skate park and fucking fucked it up. Shit, <laughs> <laughs> shit happens, dude. And like, it's it's weird how it goes down. Like, I was I was gonna ask, dude. Obviously, with your style of skating, and you know, like I would say it's a very much your style of skating. There's very few people who follow in your footsteps in terms of uh, in terms of the wild stuff that you do. So. How many times have you like torn ligaments, damaged your knees and ankles? What's like the count on your knees and ankles at this point? Dude, I'm actually pretty, pretty, pretty good. So one MCL tear, one ACL tear on the on the left knee. Right knee's all good. Uh, left ankle's all good. And right ankle, I've rolled a couple times. And... Um, yeah, so left knee and right ankle. Those are the only ones that give me problems. But my right knee wow. and left ankle, all good. <laughs> the, the, wow. The MCL, that's the Leon 25? MCL was the Leon 25. So your MCL yeah. is, is the... Uh, um, the inside. side of your knee. Yep, right yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, and that was when the board broke and doing the splits. And then when mm. my yeah, knee just went, just tore like that. Um, but the MCL like healed up. I was all good. And then that's same knee. I hurt the ACL. And that was from the, the slam that I like partially tore it on was going, I was dropping into this like sculpture thing and then just was leaning too far back seat. And when I landed, my leg kind of landed and I kind of hyperextended my knee a little bit. And then that's mm. kind of tore the ACL. Dude, can, can we, we weren't going to, kind of go there because it's been a while but i i am fascinated by the the leon 25 that whole journey that you took and i know you've probably talked about it a lot but i i want to just go go like maybe in a different direction with it a little bit so you you had that that first day and you know had several attempts and had the injury now you wait another year before you go back Talk to us a little bit about like what that process was for the, like how long, like was, how much was it on your mind? How much, like at what point were you like, I'm going back? And then, and then up to like, even up to the day, dude, like things like fear or like apprehension or like, you know, how into you know, all that whole stuff. Like how did that happen? <laughs> Thanks for watching this episode. We really appreciate you supporting Homie and the Dude. Please hit us with the Holy Trinity, like our Facebook page, subscribe to the YouTube channel, and follow us on Instagram. Just search at Homie and the Dude. It all really helps. Ah, I like I like that you're asking those questions instead. <laughs> yeah, because instead of the typical ones, it's good. Those are good questions. Um, yeah. So pretty much like right after I hurt my knee, like like the day after, or pretty much like the night too. I was like, okay, I can do this. I knew that I could do it. And I was like, I just have to heal. Um, and then so, like, I flew home and went to my physical therapist and uh, got, like, an MRI. And it was, uh, the MCL was torn. And physical therapist is like, that takes six to eight months to heal, like, fully, fully proper. And then so I was like, fuck, that's going to be a long time. And then um, just took the physical therapy like very seriously. Um, and that whole six months was just like physical therapy nonstop. And then, uh, and it was on my mind the whole time. Like I was like, I know I can go back and do it. Um, and then it was getting to the point and I'm 
remember Thrasher, uh, Mike Burnett calling me and being like, hey, we're going to bring Ali Bulala as well. And I was like, mm. well, shit, like, if we're going to bring him, could I bring, like, some some people too? And then so I decided to bring Clint Walker, Clive Dixon, and my dad. Um, yep. Great choices. <laughs> great choices. If you could choose, a, like, a, a holy triad to bring with you, what a great, what a great choice. <laughs> like, Clint and Clive, they're, they get me so hyped to, like, try tricks. Like, whatever I'm, like, I'm like scared to try tricks and they're down there just like, you got that shit. I'm like, all right, I got this shit. Let's go, you mm -hmm. know? And then my dad was just there just cause freaking it's awesome to have your dad there. You know, <laughs> you're doing <yeah, laughs> these awesome moments in life with your, with your, with your parents, your loved ones, you know? And so, yeah. So he told me, he's like, yeah, we can fly them out. No worries. Like, let's do that. And, um, nice. So then once I, once I like had my, 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 my posse ready to go, I was like, all right, it's on, like, it's fucking on. Let's do this shit. And the mindset, it's funny. It's really funny. Like flying, flying across to another country for one trick. Like mm. that's like just one, one thing. Um, and it was funny because we fly in the day, uh, and then we had one day to do it. And then we, uh, the next day fly out. And then Holy so, shit. or no, I'm sorry. It was, we fly in and then we had two days, one day. Yeah. One day to like try it another day, just in case, um, we got kicked out or whatever. We did another day to try it. And then we flew home. So it was like a four day window to like get that shit done. And that was kind of stressful. Um, but like once it once it worked out, um, it fucking it was it was on, you know. <laughs> yeah, and, and dude, it, it's funny you say that because you know you're, you're skating on this incredible team, um, you know, with uh, with um, two of those guys that you mentioned, and and I can imagine you know the hype that you guys kind of build up for yourselves. Like I, like not to mention once you land it, everyone going nuts. You can tell that everyone was uh, really <laughs> hyped by and whatnot. Um, uh, I want. I want to ask your mindset about the commitment. Like you're flying through the air, you're going 14 feet through the air. You know, <laughs> how, mu how much is your body saying, fuck no. And how much are you like <laughs> having to force it to do what you want in, in that moment? Dude, actually, like I had a lot of confidence in doing it. Mm. Cause when I hurt my MCL, I like knew like when I was trying it, like I knew I could do it. Like it was in like the realm of like, my like capabilities <clears throat> and so like <clears throat> when i'm trying it <clears throat> i there's i seriously don't think of anything like that's like the main uh, the only thing i think about is like like stay centered that's like the main thing that i think about is, like don't lean too far back don't lean too far forward just try to stay centered um and yeah my body is like let's fucking do this and my brain is even more like let's fucking do this and then it just <laughs> and then you're just stuck in that like adrenaline kind of like like mindset and then you go you know um, cuz when i first did it i cracked my the first one when i hurt my when i hurt my knee i cracked my board and i was like fuck like i need to change my board and even that like 5 minutes that it takes me to change my board like it, it still, it gets me out of the like mindset a yeah. little bit. 
and I had a new board and then I freaking just went straight forward and I was too, too much on the tail instead of like on the bolts and the board just broke. And so, yeah, I was, I was pretty confident with it. So some things like, like other tricks where I'm skating like a big rail, I'm like more, way more scared. <laughs> You're saying, were you? Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I was gonna say like it, it was. There was one of those clips that we saw that uh, it was a big staircase. I was like, oh wow, that's gonna be. And you were like, well, the, st the riding the rail down is even sketchier. Yeah, I, like there, the, there's, there's so many of your clips where you know it looks like you're rolling up to to hit a rail, and then you end up popping clear in the <laughs> rail and like launching down like two stories or something. And Tom was like, damn, that's super gnarly. I was like, that is absolutely insane. I was like. But also that rail, no one wants to hit that. That was terrible. Like, of course. So I, dude, I totally get you when you're like, because same thing for yeah. me, something else that I definitely experience is like, I'm in no way a, a professional skater or even close to being a professional skater. But when I'm launching myself down a set or something like that, it's easier to just kick an ollie and, and send it than it is to try and focus on foot placement on a rail and like, having to lock in and have your balance yeah. in the right place. So much more shit to think I, about. I agree with you. When I jump down the stair set and it's like a little bit off, I can kick my board out and land and roll away. If I'm hitting a rail and I don't get on that rail, I'm going to eat shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'm gonna, if I don't get on the rail, I'm going to eat shit. And that's like where it's, just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. Do you know what? I actually love that there's there's a video clip of you. You do a really long board slide. I'm not sure if it's uh, in one of your more recent parts. Is it um, a red? Is it like a red I, red rail? I think it might be, but you you're like hanging on to it. It's like the board slide in precise side, and you like clip it right on the edge, and you hang on to it there, and you ride it away. I remember watching the raw footage of that, and you eat shit some some of the ways that you eat shit. I'm like, oh my god, like this is. Ridiculous! Like he wouldn't take these spills off of a roof. Like there's no <laughs> way that he would take if, these spills off a roof. If it was, if it was, if it's the rail I'm thinking of, this red one in Oklahoma, that's one that I, I live in Arizona. I mm. went to Oklahoma with Clint Walker. He lives out there. We tried that one day. Fucking tried it so long. Like racked on it like four times. Fucking just tried it. Then then went back the next night. Tried it again. Racked on it again. And then I was like, fuck this, and went home. And then, like, three months later, got another flight out there. And that day, <laughs> did it like 10 tries. But that thing was a fucking mission. And I had shit so many times on that. I remember I, like, slipped out and rolled my ankle on the stair and, like, bruised my heel as well. And I was like, this is fucking why, – why can't I just jump down this stair instead of fucking skate this rail? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Dude, so what, what's interesting, obviously, is, like, how how this style came about because obviously to, to to say that you're not a very well-rounded skater is a complete like lie you your transition is absolutely incredible you're phenomenal on transition and you know what there's there's moments in your skate parts where you shred the streets just as good as anyone out there but how did you find the roof jumping how, how what where where did that idea like come from and how how did you go you know what that's it that's the one or or or, or was it Cause you know, there's sometimes where like people will, will do something and then they get a little bit of like, almost like success at it or whatever. And then they do some more of it and then some more of it. And then pretty soon you wake up four years later and you're like, how the fuck did I get here? Like, this wasn't exactly the planned journey, but like, this is now me, you know? 
uh, or was it a planned thing? Yeah. So was it a plan or an accident? I guess. <laughs> it was kind of. It was like a little bit of both. I guess. Like, like when I was little, we would go skate the school by my house, um, and I remember we got up on like the the little like awning build awning building they had there, and we we're trying to ride off of it. And uh, I remember I did it and I was like, oh, that was fun. And my friends did it as well, but they didn't, they didn't think it was that fun. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that was fun. And then like, I kept, I just kind of like kept doing it. And then, and then it was like uh, the last trick in PV, the last trick in my PVWHL part um, where I like melon over this like big eight block they like equaled out to like a 21 stair. Um, mm -hmm. And that was when I was like pretty young as well. And I did it first try. And I remember my friends going, that was like the craziest thing that we've ever seen. And I was like, well, that to me, I was like, well, that I, I like doing that. That was fun. So then I just like kept doing that, you know, just jumping down stuff. And then we went to El Toro and I remember I like did El Toro. And then it was just like, oh, this is like, I can do this, you know, and then I guess that kind of was my niche. And then I kind of did like, or then I did those all that whole roof part, Criddler on the mm -hmm. roof. And, yeah. uh, and then that was like pretty, pretty good. And I was like, Oh, that was really fun to film. And then just kind of went from there, you know? <laughs> yeah. 100%. Yeah, dude, before I, I had something I wanted to go to, but before that, um, that roofs part, was that the one where there's like, uh, there's basically like a backyard, is it a half pipe basically yeah. a backyard half yeah. pipe that you could see like they designed it probably for people to drop in off the roof into the half pipe but i know damn well they did not design it for you to drop in from the half pipe and go up onto the roof ride the roof and then jump off the roof the other side <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah yeah um that, that that half pipe which is like right next to the roof and i was like can i go onto the roof right here is that chill <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah so dude i was gonna ask you so you, you mentioned like with the the leon 25 the first time you, you you came away from it and there was a an acknowledgement and acceptance that like this is in the realm of it's in the wheelhouse yeah this is something that i know i can do but we yeah. but we, i've seen it over and over again you've even talked about it Bodie. um this it's almost like the human um problem solving journey of a trick right yeah, so like sure. you start on it and you're not even close like your board's kicking out and you're just learning how to like land it safely yeah. right but slowly but surely you're getting more comfortable with what it's going to entail to land this fucking thing and exactly. that whole thing yeah yeah so it yeah. sounds like you got pretty far down that journey with the leon 25 and you knew like, like when you start it, you don't even know how to figure the shit out. You just know it's a big jump. You know that you've done that type of thing before, but this one is I, different. Yeah. I just know, like, I know exactly what you mean. Like it's, it, it, it's, I know I can do it. Like that's, I just know I can do it. And then you take the steps to get yourself to do it. Cause there's spots yeah. where people will show me and I'll know instantly. I go, Nope, I can't do that. And if I can't do it, walk away. Like, it's just, see you later. Never going to mm -hmm. even it's good, like just walk away. But if I know I can do it, then I take the steps to get myself there. Even if yeah. it is just that I don't even, that yeah, like, like I don't even know exactly how to do, 
Like I suck at nose manuals. I can't fucking nose manual fucking 10 feet. <laughs> but like, I know that if I tried to do it, like I could probably do like a kickflip nose manual, nollie flip out. If I set my mind to it, you know what I mean? Yeah. It might take me like a couple months to do that, but I could do it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. the same that with the Leon set. It was like, okay, I know I can do this. It's just funny because I knew that what, like, I didn't see it before. Like I didn't get to go out and look at it and be like, oh, I could like, it was just that it was a 25 stair. I've done a 21 stair. Um, so it's gotta be in the same realm. And I kept thinking to myself that like Ali Bulala tried this 13 years ago in like, like a ripped pair of jeans in like old vans and he fucking tried it. It was probably, and he told me he was hung over when he was trying it too. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like, all right, all right. Like I can just, you know, make my, I, I know I could do it, you know? And so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you, what, what are your friends showing you? If you can do the, the Leon 25 and, and all the other shit that you've done that you look at and you say, no, I can't do that. What the fuck are they showing you, bro? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, lots of, lots of like, uh, uh, like a, like a double set, but going over the rail, you know what mm. I mean? Lots yeah. of those to where it's like a 12 flat 12 or like a fucking 14 flat 14, something like that. Where I'm like, as hey, shit, that's out of the realm. Like I'm good on that. You know? <laughs> Is yeah. that because the width of the gap to get down to the bottom? Yeah. It's just you know the, height. the height, okay. the height. There's like a cutoff point to where like, once it gets too high and it starts hurting my back, like I feel like the whole, when I jump down something, I feel like the whole, like, ooh, like all through my spinal cord. That's when I'm like, fuck this, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That makes total yeah. sense. And dude, like, obviously, you know, you've just said at the beginning that you're, you're super fortunate in that you had a lot fewer injuries than I definitely expected you to have for your knees and your legs and stuff. Um, give us an idea of like what kind, cause I know you're a big advocate of FP insoles and I actually own the only insoles I ride are the Aaron Jules Hamoki FP insoles. Cause they are the best for Let's heel go. bruises, all that shit. I fully support you in that. And so yeah. tell the people, what, what, why'd you ride FPs? Like what other gear are you using to maintain your body as you get into the, 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 the latter end of, uh, you know, your life into the later years of your life to maintain this shit. <laughs> So I'm a condesseur of insoles. Like before insoles, <laughs> I would seriously like just look for like the best insoles I could find. And uh, once I got some FP insoles, I was like, oh fuck, like these are like really fucking good. And um, yeah, and then just started riding for them. And uh, like I'm not even like trying to like sell the people on these things. <laughs> like I'm just saying that these are like the best fucking thing that they have kept me if i didn't have them i would probably have a lot more injuries for sure for sure um so my thing is that i do i just came out with a shoe with fp as well um oh shit yeah where's my shoes at whatever they're in my other room but uh yeah so they they come with like the uh with like a uh pretty thin uh footprint insole but i take that insole out put my insole in 
And if I'm jumping down something heavy, I'll usually wear two uh, long socks and then fold the fold the socks over my heel. So it's yeah, just like I a, know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. yep. And um, do that, and that's pretty much that's pretty much my jam. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Fucking heard yeah. it from the horse's mouth. That dude. Like anyone who wants to go jump off shit now, uh, that's that's all you need. That and uh, that in a lot of confidence. <laughs> Dude, I'll, I'll 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 tell you, take it a little further. Like you were so into the FPs. This is going back. Like this is maybe uh, ten years ago. Or I, I was gonna say it's it's so funny. The first time I found FPs was because I hit. I was trying to hit my first five stair, ever, uh, and I landed it. But I walk. I no. I didn't walk away. I hobbled home. <laughs> after landing it because i had destroyed my heels i had just completely bruised my heels and was in so much pain and i was like there's got to be a better way i was like there's got to be a better way i was like jaws is jumping down shit getting 50 times this so i've got to be able to find a way that this doesn't hurt and through a bit of research um FPs. i found fps and, and but do you remember what happened go basically they had different, and this is not slack, you know, FP has just a bunch of different models, but they had a bunch of different styles, let's say. And, yeah. um, and there was your style, and it was, what, didn't it have like a... Had like a zombie dude the zombie, on back Yeah, the, the zombie dude, right. And I was yeah, like, yeah, look, I... dude, yeah, so we're living in the UK, and I'm like, look, we can get these ones from the UK, they're not Hamokis, but they're, we can get them tomorrow, basically, you know, it's like FedEx. Or we can wait for Jaws's, but I have to go to America because I had some work that I was doing in America. I can pick some up in America because that's at the at the time. Yeah, the only way we could get them in the UK. You're like, it, yeah. I'm waiting. <laughs> I was like, I'll fucking wait. Yeah, I'll wait for them. I was like, I'll fucking wait. Um, no, oh, they're, they're life saving. They're life saving. Damn, I gotta send you. I gotta send you a pair. I'll send you guys a pair. That's sure. amazing, dude, dude. Dude, really appreciate it. Yeah. We'd hang that. them on the wall, bro. I, I was gonna say they they wouldn't be worn. Those would, those would be hung on the wall or some <laughs> shit. Um, yeah. No, but I, I love, I like, it, it's crazy as well because the funnier part for me is showing people the FPs are like out of the shoe and being like, look, to understand them, you have to witness the impact absorption that they do. So like get something heavy and drop it on it and it just like stop dead. Or like you get an egg and drop in, it doesn't break. And people are like, what yeah. is that? And you're like, Dude, I'm, I'm telling you, like, this is why I wear these, ads, like, for normal walking around shoes as well. Yeah. They're comfy as shit. Like, they're just great. That's the thing, too, is that, like, I gave a pair to, like, my dad and my brother that both work construction, and they put them in their work boots, and they're like, yeah, these are awesome. Like, they're, like, they're so, they're, 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 they're amazing. And um, the dude that runs it, his name is Jason, and he's awesome as well. And, uh and yeah, man, it's, 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 it, they're, they're good. They're good shit. A hundred percent. And and like anyone yeah. who is doing big stuff and you're wondering why your feet are bruised, it's because you don't have FPs, bro. That's, <laughs> that's, that's, that's where that's at is, uh, is, I, is so many different insults, dude. Fucking what well, I'm not even going to name any other insults, uh, but like I've tried so many other insults and like those ones were like by far, like by far the best. Cause it's like the memory, it's like the memory foam, but like super dense memory foam. Exactly. And like, yeah. And then your feet just mold to it. Cause that's what you don't want. You don't want your feet to be like, like sitting in your shoe, like a little bit above it. Cause when you go, it'll like slap down. And that's mm. what, that's what fucks it up. If you have it like that, it's touching and it doesn't yeah. don't slap it down. So. 
So, dude, how long how long were you and FP developing those shoes? How long were you guys working together to uh, to to get that the, these amazing new shoes out? Which I've seen online, by the way. And I was about to bring up they've they've got a new pair of shoes. I didn't know specifically that you'd worked on them, but that's even more sick and makes them more uh, more awesome. So, what, what, uh, how long oh, did you work? Literally, on that? oh my god! Literally, Jason just texted me right now. What the fuck? That's a coincidence. <laughs> uh, um, can you hear oh shit hold on sorry <laughs> hold on it's all good wait all right we're back all right we're good now um but oh shit hold on now i'm getting a phone call it's all right homie don't it's worry about good. it it's all good okay all right deny there we go <laughs> <laughs> um hold on hey, hold on hold on let me let me let me text back the dude that just called me yeah you got it bro you got it it's all good dude it's all good um yeah no yeah i think i think the the main thing that that, that is just unbelievable is that a company that it, it's it's unbelievable to me that companies like vans and companies like nike sb and companies yeah. like etnies and stuff aren't looking into just providing this as a regular thing. Now, obviously I understand FPs are expensive and to make FPs are expensive um, in of themselves, but obviously, you know, it, it, it's wild that there's big brands that aren't utilizing technology that exists. Like, don't get me wrong, it might be patented and whatnot, but still, like- It's not just the FPs, doing? like FPs, um, you know, some, some more longer lasting- Shoes in general? Yeah, just sections of shoes that wear out quickly treads as well like the question is if if it was more expensive let's say it was double the cost but you mm. know that that shoe would last at least double the amount of lifetime that a regular pair of shoes that you blast through in like mm. a month would you buy them and i think the answer is most like there would be people that would buy them right jules would you would you buy a shoe that lasts you twice as long as your average skate shoe yeah of course duh <laughs> like yeah, like, and my mom, my mom would love to buy me that too. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> my mom and dad would be like, yeah, it lasts longer. And yeah, you're getting that shoe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, to, to answer the question of uh, the, um, your question, Tom, of the uh, footprint shoes, how long I was uh, designing them. Uh, or I don't know which one of you guys asked that. Bodhi, but. yeah, Bodhi asked it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, it was his. We'll give him credit for it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Um, Freaking. So I'll be honest with you. When they first came out, those shoes sucked. And I was like, and he wanted me to ride for him. And I was like, dude, like, I can't. These suck. Like, I, they're, they're just not made good. Because um, he, he, he was doing it cheap. He had it like, he was just like getting it off the ground, you know. And then yeah. so um, he was using cheap material. And then so like once he kind of started making a little bit more uh, money, he made better quality stuff. And then so it was like two years later and then he finally like, yo, we made some new shit, like try these out. And mm -hmm. I was like, whoa, these are like really fucking good. And he's like, yeah, you down to do a model? And I was like, yeah, let's fucking go. And then so it was kind of like he designed them um and then just gave me the design and i just approved it i was like yo i want it just like a a mellow cool like looking shoe not all like high tech and like crazy looking just just a nice mellow shoe and uh he showed me the design and he nailed it first try and i was like let's go that's awesome and fucking got him and uh 
actually, I will be 100% honest. I've only skated one pair because I hurt my knee, not in those shoes though, in a different pair of shoes. So I didn't hurt my knee in, in Jaws shoes. <laughs> <laughs> people out there, I hurt them in a other, other pair of shoes. Um, mm. And so I've only got to skate them one time. And the one time that I did skate them for, for like a month, they lasted like a month and they were awesome. So Amazing. yeah. Dude, yeah, that's super sick. I'm, uh, uh, congratulations, dude. That's that's an amazing thing to 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 have uh, in, one in, in in your career and also um, uh, with with such an awesome company as well. So congrats for that. Something that you Thanks. mentioned there is you know you like simplicity, dude. You you like it easy. You like it simple. Um, yeah. You've also mentioned in the past that you love raw skate clips. That you when you like posting them, you like showing the bales. Uh, when you're watching skate videos, you know you love watching the process that people go through. Oh yeah. Obviously, you know, to people who don't watch a lot of skating, you know, seeing some skaters do what they do looks mystifying because they're just it's land after land after land. What is it about showing the raw content that really appeals you to you? That simplicity, that 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 unedited version. Um, because there's always there's always a backstory to like everything, dude. I mean, somebody had to think of that spot, find that spot go if it's at nighttime go light up that spot if it's at daytime go freaking when there's no security there um and you know they didn't it's very rare very very rare that someone does a trick first try like mm -hmm. someone someone they gotta warm up to do it they gotta like you know assess something out so there's always a backstory to like the clips and that's what I like to see. I like to, cause I've, we've all been there, you know, we've, we've been there like in the streets, either you're trying the trick, your homies trying the trick, whoever's trying the trick and it takes a long time. And then, you know, it's sometimes, you know, obviously don't show like, all, like if it takes a really long time, maybe don't show like the whole, all the clips because there's even been times I've been sitting at a skate spot and just been like, someone's trying to trick. And I'm like, man, I'm just going to go skate around and go try to find, a <laughs> find some food or something. Cause this is boring as shit. <laughs> but like, yeah. Like, you know, just, I like to see it raw, just like whatever, just the effort that someone put into making that. And plus like, there could be like a crack at the top of the stair set where they had to bondo it or put a sign down. There's always like, I feel like there's always a better story to tell and, it looked it's just cool for for people that don't even understand skateboarding they don't understand that trying a trick that one trick that just goes by in their part probably took them a fucking you know a while to do you know <laughs> so yeah. i dude i fully agree with you i think you know um I'm, I'm a big fan of seeing seeing the truth behind a lot of the stuff because you know uh, it's hard watching a, it's hard to relate to a skate part where it's banger after banger after banger. You know, it's, I find it hard to relate to it. I, I, I love watching it. It's cool. Like, wow, you're amazing. Um, but also I, I'm like, dude, like you and I don't have a lot in common because, you know, even though I know this took you a long time it, while I'm watching it, I'm going, damn, you're, you're unbelievable. You know, so when someone does release something and they show them, you know, failing a bunch of times and some harder slams and then some ones where they're really close, you know, they're getting there and finally, you yeah. know, we're getting to the last couple and then bam, they land it. You know, it, it, it's, you go on that journey with them and it, totally it's something right. that you, you experience with them and it becomes like yeah. a partnership with you and that person in that moment. You're watching the video, but at the end of the day, you're like, let's go. 
exactly. You're like invested in that person. You're like, all right, I want them to do this. You know, that's like, it looks, it's cool. I, I, I really like to see skateboarding in that way, you know? Yeah. Dude. I mean, you know, that, that's one of the biggest takeaways of the Leon 25 dude. That journey was like, that was emotional, bro. Like when you landed that, yeah. I'm not kidding you, bro. That was emotional. Like, you know, we, we, we had never met you. We've never been to Leon. We, you know, none of it. We've seen very few stair sets that are 25 steps <laughs> large. <laughs> but dude, that was like that whole story, that story arc was, yeah. was you know, there was definitely I, I, some. I cried after I landed it. I like, you see me at the very end, you see me like running and I like just run to this corner and I cried. It was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, and, and like, it's one of the things with, uh, with skating that I think people, people who do skating and people who do things similar to skating um who are like putting themselves at such high risk for those like uh, flow state almost moments of like a, a, a euphoria that you feel i wanted to ask you dude do you find yourself in those flow states when you're in the air because obviously with all these big drops you're getting airtime is that airtime your moment where you are like most serene that those seconds in the air where you're flying yeah i mean that's where your that's where your mind goes the most blank like, you better not be thinking about anything. You better not be thinking, like, what am I having for dinner tonight? Whatever the heck. <laughs> like, no, that's when, yeah, you're definitely, you you want to think about nothing. Just seriously, just nothing. Like, like maybe in the back of your mind, what's lurking is, like, don't get hurt. And then you, like, mm. uh, go from there. Like, don't get hurt. Like, don't lean too far back. Don't lean too far forward. Get on the rail, whatever. But you're just, it's pure, pure, uh, pure bliss i don't know if you guys have seen have you guys seen that um uh that documentary of the uh the dude that climbs yosemite with no ropes alex yeah. Donald. Uh, yeah totally what's that, what's that fucking thing called free uh, climb. Oh, no, free like, solo free, free solo. solo free solo yeah dude like that like a person like that like he give he I watched that like fifteen times. Like they gives me the person like him gives me so much confidence. I'm like, cause he explains it like, like when he's climbing, like he's in that state of like perfectness where he has to be perfect, otherwise mm -hmm. you know the consequences is death. And so like in that, I kind of take that idea like where that dude's climbing and one mistake will he cause death, and that's like when I'm in the air that's when I feel the most perfect. Like, I'm like, okay, this is, this is my life right in this moment. And there's nothing else that matters, but that moment, you know? Yeah. 100%. So, and you know, yeah. it's super interesting that you look up to, 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 to someone like that. And we, we were actually going to ask you, you know, who are, who are some people that you're looking up to, you know, obviously, you know, you, you got, you got signed to a skate team by Tony Hawk, you know, one of, one of the all time greats and, you know, you're surrounded by incredible skaters all the time. Do you, do you have anyone who you who you are constantly going back and watching their like skate parts? Do you have anyone that you're drawing inspiration from and in, 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 uh, other than uh, the person you just mentioned? Um, people like, uh, yeah, I mean, I draw inspiration, not just from skating, but like people like Travis Pastrana, Travis yeah. Pastrana. I think he's so sick. Like I, he's a big inspiration to me. Um, yeah, Alex Honnold, the dude that's a free climber. Yeah. Uh, Wim Hof, the Iceman. Yeah. Like that, yeah, like that dude. Like he does incredible things. I'm like, what the fuck? Like I like, I draw inspiration from people like that. 
Um, and then through skating, uh, like, I mean, Yuto, Yuto Horigami, like he, oh. Oh. like he's next level, dude. Like, I'm like, well, I fucking love Yuto, dude. He's like, oof, he's next level, dude. And then like, but like, I it, honestly, my friends too, like, like Dakota Servold, I like grew up with him. Um, yeah. And he, I mean, every time he, sh he drops a new clip or whatever, I'm like, yes, you know, so it's cool. Like my friends, just people that I know that are killing it still. That's, mm. that's for, that's my inspiration, I guess. <laughs> Dude, that's so. super sick. Sh shout out to, uh, shout out to all of Joel's homies, you know, who are, who are inspiring him. And yeah, and do like. I, you, you like at the end of the day, you're surrounding yourself with people that are like, you know, at, at the top of the pecking order or very much equal with yourself. So to, to find inspiration, you just have to look to the left and to the right, you know, in, in, yeah. in a lot of cases for you. So I, I understand yeah. that. that kind like of Clive, too, Clive Dixon as well. Like he was there. I mean, I was there when he knows Blanda del Toro. And uh, Whoa. Yeah. 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 And uh, it was he's he's big inspiration as well. And um yeah so <laughs> i can i can fully imagine dude and 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 you know it's it's something that like dude something else is like you know we're to be honest with you i'm sat here with one of my like my heroes in skateboarding and i'm sure for you it's oh, you're probably okay. desensitized to like bumping into <laughs> you know like uh you know christian hasoy or you know like a uh, uh, caballero you know you bump into some of these old vets you're probably a bit like Oh, you know these these guys are my homies. You know, like I I see these guys in the streets and like we hang out and you know I'm sure you're 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 a little bit less starstruck than us at this point. Dude, it was funny. I was literally just talking to my friend about that um, because I'm a big Tetris fan and uh, I watched a lot of pro Tetris and I went to this uh, World Championship Tetris gaming match and I was like starstruck when I was like with the tetris pros and that was the first time i like starstruck i was like whoa like why am i scared to go take a picture with this person right now <laughs> but when i'm like around, i'm like around like tony hawk and and wh whoever else and i'm just like what's up fucking tony macaroni what's going on like, <laughs> and yeah i was just talking to my friend about that i was like i was like the first time that i really actually felt starstruck was like a couple years ago when i was around tetris pros <laughs> and like i don't even know you know but it, yeah i don't know that that's amazing dude and like so so do you know what? we 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 really want to talk to you about tetris because uh, going <laughs> from saying you know going from something where you're like i don't have to think like i'm flying through the air and i'm trying not to think this perfect moment to tetris where it's like holy shit i've got to think and plan like each little like movement and shit so <laughs> how do you contrast from like flying through the air to then sitting in front of an n64 or, like an old console and bashing out some tetris oh man i don't know it's just something about it like i, I watched my dad play when i was really little and because we had tetris when we were little and i was like this is fucking cool and then i just started like playing and then i would like i would whatever play just throughout my life and then i rolled the living shit out of my ankle and i was like i have nothing better to do but i'm just gonna fucking play tetris and then i like looked up like i wonder who the best tetris player is in the world and i looked it up and there's this whole event called the ctwc the classic tetris world championship and it just has all these motherfuckers that are around the world that are <laughs> and i started watching it and i was like this is fucking sick like it gets like <laughs> intense moments and then I started playing myself 
and I found it like it was similar to skating in a way that you like constantly play and try to get better. It's kind of like trying a trick. You constantly try to do that trick and then you nail the trick and you're like, all right, let's move on. It's kind of like that with Tetris. You like nail what you're working on and then you move on and you can, you just, there's no cap. There's no cap. You can just be uh, with the Tetris that I play. Like there's no, you, you always lose. Like you always top out. And uh, yeah. you find like a flow state kind of, kind of with playing the game that you're still thinking a lot, but you're not like not thinking at the same time. You find the flow state with skating. You're still, when I'm jumping down mm. something, I'm still thinking a lot. It just goes to instinct. And I've been yeah. playing Tetris enough and watching enough that there's get to the moment where it becomes like instinct, like, oh, the, the J piece goes over here, the L piece goes there, and the T goes right there. So you're thinking like three, four, five moves ahead, kind of like with skating. You're thinking like, okay, I'm going to pop first, then flick, then fucking get on the rail, then fucking land and lean forward. So it's kind of has these weird similarities that I picked up on. <laughs> I don't That's know. Awesome. Yeah, no, I, 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 I can imagine, dude, like, you hear it with chess players. It's almost like they have cataloged a series of thousands of different positions on the board, right? And at some point, yeah. they can draw on that information. And it sounds like it's the same thing with Tetris, dude. Like, you see a board, you see the openings, and your brain, oh, even though you don't, like, literally remember it, your brain remembers that pattern and knows how you can you kind of close that out right? get it down to that last second and you gotta slot it in you're waiting for that lasso and you slide <laughs> it in there and you're like yeah <laughs> so a lot of a lot of pro tetris players are really good chess players because it's a lot of pattern recognition yeah 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 you you nailed it you nailed it uh tom you nailed it dad your dad to me <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah fucking dude it's exactly the same like it's uh, you see these patterns, you recognize where things could go if that happens. And so like, it's kind of like, it, it, and it's like chess too. It's a game everybody can understand, but it's in, it's really hard to master. Like yeah. there's very few people that like master it because there's so many things that can happen. And with, Ch or with Tetris, the Tetris I play, it is truly like, it has true randomization. So uh, every game is different. Every single game you play, you're never gonna get the same piece set. So, which is, uh, it's, it makes the game fun that way. Like, yeah, yeah. Definitely, dude. Same with, same you know what, dude, yeah. It's so awesome that it's like, it, like so, so <laughs> I'm gonna relate to you in a way that I don't want you to be offended by. So I'm, <laughs> I'm gonna try and be real general about it. So, I. Uh, in my head, I'm a skater. Uh, I'm a. I'm. I'm. I've had a bit of a, a a ragtag upbringing, you know, breaking into shit, causing trouble. You know, that's 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 my bag. You know, like like any skaters, you know, it's it's standard <laughs> shit. And um, yep. for me though, I've found my like side passion and side love uh, is is Dungeons and Dragons. And I like I, I live in <laughs> I live and breathe Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> and I. I like love that shit through and through. And what's interesting is like my girlfriend who has known me for like many years was like, oh yeah, you know, bad boy skater, cool, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and then I'm like, yeah, but also I like to dress up with elf ears and like roll dice and shit. And she's like, what the fuck? She's like, this is completely different. So 
it, it's something I can relate with that you do one thing and it's like the, the thing that you are, but then like you have this other interest that has so many similarities, but is something that is so personal and so different that people look at from an outside like, whoa, that's weird. Why do you do that? Like that doesn't connect. Yeah. Uh, that's so awesome, dude. That is so sick. I love, I love that you that you play Dungeons and Dragons. That's fun. <laughs> I think it's just like skateboarding. Like if you're truly like a skateboarder, you're like you're like you you know you're doing it for yourself. You're doing it because mm -hmm. it brings you joy. You're not mm -hmm. like doing it for anybody else. And like I think that skateboarders are nerdy in that sense that they do it out alone and they go and do their shit alone. So it's it's funny. I mean, there's other skateboarders too that like, like Mike Mo, for instance, I was like watching him open Pokemon cards the other day. <laughs> you know what I mean? yeah. Skateboarders are nerds. Like, and I love that, like, you don't, you don't have to be like, I don't know. You, you it's, it's, you, you don't feel as nerdy doing these things like playing Dungeons and Dragons or like playing Tetris or opening Pokemon cards when you're a skateboarder. You're like, fuck you. This is me. This is what I like, you know? Like, and it's make, yeah, you're not, I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> uh, dude, I fully agree with you. It, it's weird that you mentioned the whole skater, like, fuck you, I'm doing my own thing. And you can't like, you can't touch me because I, I'm me and that, that, that that's, that's it. Like, yeah. it's weird because also I think as a skater, it takes a bit of time to gain that, especially when you're like in your adolescence, you like are trying to conform and you're trying to work out where you fit. And then as an adult, you kind of work that out. And then you can be like, yeah, you know what? Well, this is me. And that's that's cool. You know, some people definitely find that earlier in life and are yeah. a lot luckier, but not all of us are so fortunate. So I think, you know, sure. skaters are a group of people that do walk around in general going, I'm going to do me because that's me. And you, like you said, you have Ali uh, wearing like ripped jeans and leather jackets and, and people like uh, Corey Duffel do like rocking that like rocker style all the right. way through to like, People wearing baggy tracksuit bottoms and like Richie Jackson is like pirate, he's like 70s pirate get up, you know, like it's Richie Jackson, the fucking, yeah, the, he dresses like a magician. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly, dude. Dude, like, yeah, it's like, yeah, it's just you, you build confidence. And like, when I mean, when you're trying a trick and you tried it so fucking long and then you land it, like that moment when you land it, that whole like day, that after you do it you have this like confidence built up where you're like you just have confidence and you're like don't feel weird i don't know and so it's it builds that type of confidence you know and I it's, agree. that's it's i love for, it it's good for mental health good for mental health <laughs> I, I, really, I would say it really is any physical ex any physical i think any physical activity to the point of where you exhaust yourself is so good for mental health Especially nowadays with everybody sitting inside and the whole fucking virus shit happening and everybody just sitting inside, not doing shit. Like, get yeah. the fuck outside and go ride a bicycle. Go walk around. Go take a hike. Go fucking ride a skateboard. Go ride a scooter for all I care. Just go outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, it's uh, a pandemic has changed you, Jaws. Inviting people to scooter now. <laughs> I just go outside. Stop staying inside, man. But you know what's cool about um, what you guys are saying as well with, you know, finding your own, your own style and being okay with it in skating, skating, like probably unlike a lot of other sports has so many options of a style 
Like mm. you could just be the Manny guy. You could just be the yeah. rail guy. You could be, yeah. you know, the big drop guy. You could be the, I like to turn my board. I like to flip. I like to do, yeah. you know, and you can find that space and enjoy that space and then admire some of the other spaces without having to like, there is a, there is an element of admiration and like, um, respect. yeah. And respect, but, but also yeah. just comfort in knowing like, this is my jam. Like I like, dude, there's very few people that would drop off a roof like you found with your friends that they did it. They did it as a dare and they were fucking petrified and they did it once. And they were like, I'm never going to do that again. You did it. And your experience was that was fun. Right. So you yeah. found your little sweet spot. Right. But everyone yeah. has a chance to find their sweet spot in skating. hundred percent. Yeah. Fully. Everybody can find their lane in there. And it's not like football where it's like, all right, fucking you're on a team. You're going to run. <laughs> freaking the running back or whatever you know <laughs> like, fucking, you do you all right before before we leave tetris um, oh yeah Let's go back give, give us i'm gonna ask you yeah, two great, things great right question. Go for it. give me one tip for someone that's starting pet tetris a strategy and then one tip for an advanced player that wants to take their shit to the next level uh, i know i've hit you on this i know i've hit, hit you on the spot dude but i know i know you'll come through uh, <laughs> No, 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 I got you, I got you. I literally gave you <laughs> I knew you would. Lesson last night. Um, so the person, for the person that's just starting to play, um, you want to, I, I, <clears throat> I wouldn't stack for, if you're just starting to play, just clear the lines. Don't even worry about, don't even worry about stacking for a Tetris. Um, just worry about, learning how the pieces fit together and just clear the lines out. Um, and for kind of a more advanced player, uh, you want to play, <clears throat> if you are going to stack your Tetris well, you want to pick a side that you're going to do it on um, and stack from one side to the other side. Um, I stack left to right. People sometimes go right to left, but I stack left to right. And you want to play as flat as possible. Don't put, if you have a line bar that's coming that you do, your well's not open, don't put it vertical in the middle of your stack. Put it flat in the middle of your stack. Same with like the Zs and Ss. Those need to go flat and then you're able to tuck things in. So nice. beginning player, just worry about clearing the lines. Advanced, more advanced player, stack one side to the next and play flat. <laughs> there sick. you go. Nice. So yeah. sick. <laughs> so sick. Nailed it, bro. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> do, do you know what? We'll we'll move from your your amazing Twitch that you're currently uh, sorry your amazing uh, Tetris that you're streaming on Twitch at the moment uh, to yeah. your super humble YouTube channel, dude. And now I say it's super humble. I'm not talking about the amount of views you get. That's not humble at all. You're rolling in it. But um, in in terms of in terms of the content you're putting out, dude, it's one of the most humble and amazing YouTube channels out there. You're out there showing people your garden update. Um, you know, you're, you're showing them your board collection. Uh, you know, you're, you're walking around there in a couple of skate yeah. bits here and there, but it's chill. Talk us through your mentality of having this really chill space on YouTube where you're posting maybe content that people wouldn't expect Jules to be posted. That's... Uh... Okay, so so with social media in general, I found out that people love to feel personally like personal with that person. 
Like mm -hmm. I enjoy that as well. I like to, I mean, yeah, I just enjoy seeing a person living their normal life, you know? And so I can't stand the YouTube channels that are like really like cringy that are kind of just like, what's up YouTube? We're going to be doing this today. And it's just like, <laughs> well, you're pretty intense. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Some of that shit's just a little bit gnarly for me. So um, I don't like watching that. I like watching just people be like, I don't know, normal, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and then yeah. uh, not over exaggerating it. So I was like, fuck it. Like, I'll just keep it like as normal as I can be. Like, no, this is just, this is just me. What's up? You know? And uh, that seemed to like work out better than um any of my other videos that i kind of tried to like play the part of being like a youtuber i guess <laughs> you know and then yeah. so i was like oh fuck the raw shit just works a lot better um mm. and so <clears throat> i just be me <laughs> and and it's and i don't i didn't hire like anybody like i don't have like a filmer I don't mm. have, like, I literally just bought a new phone. And uh, so I had a better camera, um, bought the newest iPhone. And I got Adobe Premiere to edit, learned how mm. to edit, and just put my shit together myself. And yeah, it's it's fun. I like it. I enjoy it. <laughs> Dude, you, you say it's fun. Let's, let's, let's be honest. How much does editing fucking suck? Let's be 100% honest on that. Woo! <laughs> and it fucking is gnarly i have a whole new respect for editors like i will never now i seriously will never go to an editor and be like hey can you change the song real quick um, <laughs> changing a damn song and like hey can you move this trick over to here can you move that over there it fucking makes the whole edit fucked up so i'm like <laughs> i understand now dude editing takes so long it's so funny dude i like made like that garden update video I just made. I'm like, oh, I'll just fucking whip this together in two seconds, dude. That took like two hours. And I was just like, yeah. and I, it was literally like two, it was two clips because I do this thing too, where I, if I do give the camera to someone, I go, don't turn it off. Like just keep recording the whole time. Cause then I just mm -hmm. chop, I just chop everything up. Cause it's easier yeah. for me to work with one giant fucking 45 minute clip than fucking 50 whatever 10 Little second shot. clip yeah. yeah you know what i mean and so that's why yeah i just chippity chop everything up and i still like i'm not like that good at editing but damn it takes a while man Dude, doesn't it i'm I, yeah. i'm 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 the like main editor out of out of us in terms of who, who does does it for our channel and whatnot and uh, yeah i've done a little bit of freelance stuff and dude when, when it's it's amazing to me because I I'm a big fan of also like movies and 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 uh, big fan of like visual effects and and all the stuff that goes into what what's going on in Hollywood these days and 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 when you watch things like and and I hate to bring this movie up because God I hate Marvel but um, you know you watch something like Infinity War and you're like the amount of work that one editor or like a group of editors had to do to pull this together yeah. and make it this like this entertaining for people is nuts. So I fully agree with you, dude. When I sit there and I'm like doing my bumbly basic stuff, I'm like, people who are doing like keying and shit, unbelievable. 
Do you do graphic design as well? Like you, you make graphics too? Well, we make, well, I mean, we make logos and we like, well, like for this podcast, we'll make a little like thumbnail with, um, you know, we'll find an image of yours and we'll have our logo in there and shit like that. So yeah, a little bit, dude, but basic. But make, do you make like graphics, like, like a fucking, like if you made this like middle finger, like spin around and, you know, go oh, up no, and down. Dude. No, okay. dude, we'd love to. <laughs> uh, yeah, because my friend is just getting into that. And I like watch the program that he does it on. And I'm like, whoa, this looks fucking gnarly. Because he like mm. I had him like make a make a like a, a logo, like drop down from the top of the screen and like do like a crack the ground. And that yeah. like took him like a week. Uh, I was like, for, yeah. like three, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, my God. Wait, do you work in Adobe Premiere? Um, so I, I have worked in Premiere in the past. Currently, I work on um, Final Cut Pro, which is the the, the Macintosh software. Um, I'm honestly, it's 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 an easy one to use, but it definitely has things that are restrictive. So I know for a fact that Premiere is definitely a, a lot better. But at the moment, okay. it's also because Premiere now is the monthly subscription thing as well, which I'm not a fan of. I don't, I don't. I don't Twenty dollars like, a month. I'm like fuck you. <laughs> Twenty dollars a month in, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But but yeah, so I I've, I've done I've done a bit. On, I used my editing journey started on Premiere though, so I do know Premiere quite well. It's it's a bloody good piece of software, and it's 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 really powerful and has a lot of inbuilt tools that are super super helpful. Super. Like super helpful. I, I, I dude, like seriously, I all I do is like chop things up on there. So it's like I'm just barely scraping the ice on yeah. there, you know. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's exactly, but, dude. That's exactly us as well. But I yeah. think, I mean, when you when you really strip it back, like you on your phone, and doing a bit of editing, chopping some stuff up, is is enough. It's enough, right? Like if you were to gloss it up with too much, you know, too much color, or too many smash cuts, or fade ins and fade outs, and all this other stuff, it takes yeah. away from yeah. what you're going for. Like what you're you what you're going for is is perfect for your particular editing style and your and your equipment you know it's yeah. raw um dude thank you like that's what's like I, I i i like that i like doing that i enjoy seeing that and i enjoy doing that and i think that i mean that's that's just the way that i'm just gonna keep doing it forever um i, I don't know if you if you guys are fans of the office the show the office um <laughs> uh, yeah uh rain wilson uh dwight mm -hmm. But Rain Wilson was doing um, was doing something. Uh, do he'd go like Instagram Live, and uh, for like a little show that he was doing, and he would just be on his phone and just set it up, just have a nice background, and just do his thing. And it was the most awesome fucking thing ever because he's like give tours of his little house and stuff. And I'm like, this is motherfucking Dwight, like <laughs> <laughs> house right now. And he kept it raw and just it was so mm. cool. That's kind of like, I enjoy seeing that. And um, I'm like, I want to give that to people. Like, yo, this is me. Like, what's up? You know, like I just woke up fucking whatever, an hour ago, however long we've been talking, already drinking a cider. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, do you know what, dude? Uh, a couple things that I want to say, you know, first of all, you're, you're killing it in terms of the content. You know, uh, we're all enjoying it. You know, we're sat on this side of the computer very much enjoying your content. So thank you for what you do provide us with on the internet in terms of entertainment. <laughs> Further right. than that, dude, 
like the person that you are is absolutely awesome and that's why everyone loves you that's why the skate community is like huge behind you that's why you know we're sat here talking to you dude and and it's why you you've taken time out of your day to come and talk to two guys who don't have much on the internet but are, are, are love you and want to talk to you dude and like that to me that says all that i need to know about you as a person you know when someone takes a chance on us because we're 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 not millions of subscribers or anything like that but when someone takes a chance especially someone of your caliber dude it, it really shows me a, a lot about you and i really appreciate it more than anything like it, it's it's super badass man well when 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 i got the email it was like uh hey this is a father-son podcast i was like oh let's fucking go like <laughs> nice like because I, I love, I'm, you know, I love my family. Like I, they're fucking, they're everything to me. And so I hang out with my, my parents live across the street from me. <laughs> Amazing. I bought house literally directly across the street from my parents. So like, I'm going to go have dinner with them tonight at like five o'clock and talk about this. <laughs> like, hi mom, dad, this is what I did today. So, you know, <laughs> I, awesome. I think, I think that like, I mean, you guys, I can already tell they're like awesome people as well, you know, Thanks, <laughs> like this is sick, you know, <laughs> really appreciate it, dude. Really, really appreciate it. Um, Hell yeah. you know, I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll segue from all, all the compliments and I'll, I'll, I'll go to this. You mentioned a minute ago, skating isn't a team sport. There's one time though, that skateboarding is a team sport and it's a time that you've participated in a few times and you've won a good few times. Let's talk about King <laughs> of the Road, dude. Let's, let's talk about King of the Road a little bit. T tell King us about, Tell us about your feelings about King of the Road and, and, and some of that experience. Give us some, give us some overall thoughts and then we'll dissect it a bit. Uh, <laughs> it's definitely one of the gnarliest trips skating wise that, um, that you go on because once you open that book, you don't stop. At least we didn't stop. Um, and it's, uh, it's, you just don't stop. Um, like even on that trip, like, like I remember we didn't like drink on that trip at all. Like mm -hmm. we would randomly shotgun a beer here and there for theatrics or whatever, but like you're so sore and so tired that you just fucking, you pass out, you know, and everybody's sleeping in the van the whole time. It's just, a, it's brutal. It's freaking a, it's a brutal trip um that, yeah it looks like we, that it looks like that from the outside <laughs> we, I, I would have thought though like my my take on it was that there was a lot like i guess maybe it's different team by team as well and individuals within team because there's definitely some people that were uh that were drinking in different teams for sure like i'm, I'm thinking of, i won't even mention but there's definitely um some partying uh, going on for sure um yeah like i don't know just with with the uh, me and freaking uh just birdhouse in general um i remember like we would have like a we would always have like beer in the van you know ready to go but it was just no you're all constantly skating you want to drink water instead you know <laughs> was it more about like you guys wanted to do well or just to like take care of yourself or uh i think that we just didn't like we wanted to do well for sure um yeah. we we're like we were like fuck it like let's try to win this thing you know nice. um and so uh we would go in like we would pretty much our, our schedule was like we'd wake up at nine o'clock 
be out in the streets by 10 o'clock. Um, go get like be up by nine, everybody out of the hotel by 9.15, 9.30, something like that. Go get the quickest food possible, just like a Starbucks and just everybody get whatever they want. And then just be on the road or out of spot by like 10 a.m. And don't stop until sometimes like 4 a.m., 3, 4 wow. a.m. And just Jeez. keep that cycle going. <clears throat> and everybody would be like taking turns driving and like um, sleeping in the van and shit like that. <laughs> and uh, yeah, man, it's, 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 it was brutal. It's, it's a brutal trip. <laughs> it, it seems it. And do you know, I, I was just thinking then you're mentioning like this heavy routine and you're sleeping in the van. Oh man, my heart was going out then to Lizzie, man. She's stuck in a van full of dudes and you're all like, you're all passing out and farting and shit. And poor Lizzie's stuck with you fucking up jobs. Oh man, yeah, yeah. She, she, uh, she, she, she can hang though. She's like, I was gonna say, I'm sure she gives it as much as she gets it. I'm sure she gives it as yeah, much as she gets she, it. Yeah, she can hang, dude. But yeah, poor, poor, poor Lizzie sometimes. But it's nice though, because if we run out of beer, we'll just be like, hey, Lizzie's got to pee because we got to go to the gas station. <laughs> got to get to some. That's so, yeah, that's a, that's what's fun. <laughs> nice, dude. And obviously, you know, the, the, the whole thing of King of the Road for people who don't know, um, uh, groups of skaters, teams of skaters um, get given a booklet full of uh, challenges that they've got to accomplish, everything from miscellaneous things that have zero percent to do with skateboarding all the way through to things that are some of the gnarliest skate tricks that people are doing on a board these days um yeah. and then everything weird and wonderful in between those two things so um talk talk to us about what are some of the what are some of your like big memories is is there like one or two or like some of the challenges that you are most proud of as a team that you that you accomplished uh fuck man there's there's a there's a couple so with the skating with the skating, definitely doing the loop, because one of the yeah. one of the uh, one of the, um, the fucked up challenges, which is worth which is worth the most points, um, is do a loop a full pipe or yeah, it was just yeah. do the do a loop, and uh, doing the loop was really freaking scary, but I did it first try without the mats, and it was a really crucial moment i remember me and clive going into like just like around the corner just smoked a joint right before i did it he's like you fucking got this man and we listened to uh we listened to uh god uh we listened to what was it some johnny cash song uh, oh nice fuck i can't remember what it was but it was like to get in the moment and he was just playing it on his phone and I was like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> and uh, that was sick. Um, doing the dark slide on a handrail. Um, that was that was insane. That was so lucky. Um, <laughs> my doing the fakie tray or doing switch tray, fakie manual, fakie tray out. That was mm. insane. Mike Davis, rest in peace as well. Um, and fuck, dude. Clint Walker making out with a pregnant lady. That was insane. <laughs> <laughs> the miscellaneous challenges. That was insane to see go down. Um, the challenges is like, 
make out with the pregnant person, the lady. And fucking Clint Walker made out with his pregnant lady. And then sure enough, Birdhouse gets an email like after the airs and everything from the dude, from the wife, from the pregnant lady's husband. Oh, yeah. Husband saying like, fuck you. You ruined my relationship. Oh, Uh, shit. Not at like... Like, dude, sorry your fucking pregnant wife wanted to make out with, with Clint. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the offer was there and she, she took it. It takes two to tango. It weren't just Clint yeah. <laughs> sucking it, face. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, the dude literally emailed Birdhouse saying Clint ruined his relationship. <laughs> Clint, Clint actually has that email printed somewhere up on a wall. <laughs> 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 the loop that you did um so it was interesting because you had done some run-ups with the with the pad there the mattress there and then mm-hmm. it's, it's almost like it switched like you had a moment where you're like fucking move the mattress clear that shit i'm going now like what was yeah. that dude like was that just the moment where you're like i now I, my brain just fucking figured it out now i need to go yeah, pretty much. It was like, because with the loop, it's really interesting. Um, you don't really do anything. You kind of just keep your knees bent and you follow the gr- like this line. The loop yeah. that Tony, t- Tony's loop has like this green tape that goes all the way around it and you follow the line. Um, and then once like I did it, it was like I did it a couple times. And then once I like made it all the way around and felt it, and you just like feel it. You're like, oh, that's like, that's, that's it, you know? Yeah. And um, once I like felt that, it's like, move the fucking mats. Let's go. The first time yeah. I did the loop, it was with like a crowd of people. So like, I was like fucking whatever, like five, five, 10 minutes between each turn. And then when I did it by myself on King of the Road, I could just go and keep going and keep going. And then once I did it, I like was just like move the fucking mats, let's go, and yeah. Uh, yeah, and then did it. So, yeah, it's. Do you know what the the loop is super interesting? Like the whole the whole physics part of that really really blows my mind. I love I love watching watching it go down because it's one of those ones where you're just like, logically this just shouldn't make sense, but because of the, like all, all the forces that are playing, it, it looks amazing. And do you know what, dude? Yeah. In, in terms of things that. I would not want to slam on like when, especially because when you're up and you're, you're like, I guess 12 to six, you know, and your head's, your head's pointed at the ground. If you drop or you, or you don't fully commit or you pump out of it, you're hitting your head. Like that's, that's not a good time. Oh, for sure. Um, but the physics behind it, like once you're at 12 o'clock, like you'd never really know when you're exactly like upside down because your head's Mm. like, your head is like guiding and your eyes are like kind of always looking that way. And if you just keep your knees bent, that's the thing. Just keep your knees bent and just follow that green line and you'll be good. The thing I, everybody fucks up is they pump it. They go, Mm. they, they, once they go to like, like nine o'clock, then they just pump it and it ejects them out. And that's what, that's how everybody gets smoked out on that thing. Cause it's like habit. (laughs) It's habit for people like pump. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Do you think they pump it because they're feeling like they need just a little bit more of a push to get over the top and around the other side? So, like, instinctively, they're thinking about a pump might get that, but it actually pops them out? Yeah, I, 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 I think that is it because that's you, you have to, like, because I did it the first time. I didn't get, like, ejected, but I, like, pumped it and, like, hit the other wall, like, with my back. And I was like, oh, fuck, like, don't do that. But it's instinct. <laughs> it's instinct, like you can't help it, but kind of like pump it, you know, but you just got to like get rid of that instinct and just be like, it's almost like a half pump. Like you're like, like half pump, hold the half pump and then, and then get out of it. You know? Yeah. Dude, I got another question about King of the Road. So yeah, it's the, the, like the environment is really interesting because typically, you know, you're either hanging with your homies or you're skating with some new people and you don't really, you know, you don't get to a point where you're deeply homie with them or like, you know, some competitive skaters, they, they're skating with people that they may never really hang out with at all. But in this yeah. situation, you get to see each other in, in, in a bunch of different situations and environments and challenges and all of that. Like there had to be some revealing moments for you where you're like, holy fuck, that dude is seriously a badass. Or, you know, this dude's just a goofball. He's really, you know, he's got like a really fun loving, like yeah. lovely personality, that type of thing. Yeah. Was there, uh, was there a lot of that? Kinda, but like, it was definitely a lot more when like the first time I went on it, I went with Alien Workshop. Um, mm -hmm. And that was the first time that I got, I was a guest and I went with Alien Workshop. And um I thought Grant Taylor would be like this, like, like fucking fuck you, badass. I'm going to do what I want. Just like, but he's like sweetest soul ever. And like, just so nice and so down <clears throat> and just like a fun person. Same with Jake, uh, Jake Johnson. He's yeah. like such a sick dude. And Gilbert Crockett as well. Like all those dudes. I was just like, I had no idea who they were. And then like the, like the only one that I was like scared of was Grant Taylor. I was like, he's, he, he's probably going to be gnarly, but he's like the sweetest person ever. And uh, that was really fun to be, to be experienced, experience that with them. And same with Omar, Omar Salazar. He's such a sick dude. So, yeah. I mean, it, it was such a good time. Um, and then with the birdhouse, I mean, watching Mike Davis do that fucking, switch tray fakey manual fakey tray out because he tried it so fucking long like almost every day he was trying to like find out whatever manual pad that was there and then he finally fucking did it like almost the last night and that was like i was like i'm like oh we got you dude. Yeah. you're back yeah yeah sorry phone call um but i was like damn like that was fucking sick. Like you're a you're a fucking warrior. And then um, <clears throat> going with the real uh, Zion, right? Like he's just on another level. Like he's like really? next. Yeah, he's so just he just charges things and is just fucking so good and just so down. Um, it has pretty bad van etiquette though. <laughs> pile <laughs> out on a whole row like zion move oh, i'm sleeping zion, <laughs> oh man i'm sleeping he's like god damn it right. <laughs> <laughs> like sit on him like fuck's sake zion. Yeah. um so, 
It's like move your legs, like just sitting on his legs pretty much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so, dude, he's fucking good. It's insane, dude. He's a little pocket rocket. He's he he's a small little bundle of power and and and, and technicality in, in 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 his tricks. He's he's a little badass. I remember you mentioned Yuto earlier as well, and we actually oh, saw yeah. Yuto do his first like uh, his first big SLS competition in Barcelona. How old was um, he? Sixteen. He was eighteen. He was eighteen at okay. the time, and wow. he was absolutely amazing. And me and Tom were like, "Holy shit, Japan!" Or like, you, you you know when like uh, everyone is doing a sport, and then suddenly Japan suddenly take it on and like start <laughs> mechanically understanding the sport better than every other country that's ever done it before them. It was one Pretty of those where we we're like, "Oh shit, dude!" He's like. He's small and he's so controlled and he's a bat. Like we were just like, damn. So I can, and it, it, funnily enough, when I saw Zion kind of come onto the scene and when he like kind of started popping off, he's again, one of those smaller dudes that has power and technicality for days. Like he's unbelievable. It's insane. Yeah. He's, he's so much power and so technical and he can skate tranny like a fucking boss as well. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like, dude, he's 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 so good. It's crazy, dude. Those crazy. five those five forties he throws are are nothing. That that ain't nothing to be fucked with. That's <laughs> that's that's some real shit right there. He's he, he's absolutely amazing. Um, First. dude, uh, something that I'm super interested in with you because you you post it all the time, and you said that you said in another interview that the people on YouTube aren't as much a fan, but your Instagram fans love it. I absolutely love it. I need to ask you about the mouth harp, dude. I need I, I need to know about the mouth harp. I need to know about how uh, you discovered the mouth harp and how you were like, you know what? I'm going to cultivate this into, into something that I work on. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Go grab that fucker. <laughs> we're going to grab all of them. I know you've got a collection of shit. They're right here. I you literally did it like yesterday. Oh, nice. Yeah, I have like so many, dude. Are they like, I assume they perform at like different keys and different like titles, yeah. like mu musically? Different keys for sure. Um, tell you. This is a box. This is the, this is the hard <laughs> box right here. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I actually have another shoe box, but um, yeah, like they, different keys, different sizes um different shapes and shit uh i got into this because i rolled my when i did roll my ankle um again <laughs> i uh just looked up techno beatboxing on youtube and mm -hmm. fucking just found somebody playing one of these like techno style and i was like oh my god i need to learn how to do that shit <laughs> but um yeah, here it's. You, you it's want me amazing. to do like a little? You want me to play? Yeah, it for dude. A little? Yeah, dude. Give us, give us a little. Give it. Give, give the people a little taste. Of, a taste of what you got. Give us some mouth heart Monday on a on a on a <laughs> Tuesday. <laughs> on a Tuesday, yeah. Um, I'll give you like a demonstration. Like, so here's your here's your heart mm. right here. You uh, strum it with this. This is the reed, mm -hmm. and you would place your. Uh, like bottom of your top teeth on there. So it's almost like you're biting it and then your bottom lip right here. And then you just strum it. And if you move it 
you move your tongue like uh, almost like you're humming like a hee hoo hoo. And so yeah. it would be like a. Okay. And if you wiggle your tongue all around, you get the. Oh, amazing. Okay. And then if you breathe in and out, you do. And then so that's pretty much how you play a mouth harp. And you put all that together. And then I play it. I play it this weird style where I like kind of like slap my tongue against the the reed here. So it gives it like a kick in it. So it kind of sounds like a techno. Because that's what I first saw it. I saw somebody doing this. And I was like, I fucking need to learn that. So it sounds like. Amazing, dude. Nice one. Dude, that's it's so sick that you've that you've developed this like own style with it and obviously the techno style is when you hold up like an instrument like that i, I imagine we're about to go down some sort of like uh middle eastern or east asian kind of route and then like when you start busting out some techno i'm like oh shit, here we go um what i wanted to yeah. ask you is i saw a long time ago you made a video of you mouth harping and you like must have like clipped your tongue or something, but you were like bleeding and still going. And it was like this wild little performance. How often are you clipping your tongue and like cutting it? So this, so the reed, like this part is, is pretty, it's really sharp actually. Mm. Like um, it's thin and sharp. So if you strumming it and your like lip gets caught in between the frame and the reed, cause sometimes I'll be like pushing it in an awkward angle and like my my lip will get caught in there or my tongue because I'm doing that techno style. And then it just, dude, it just like barely cuts it. And then it just like, it bleeds a lot because there's a lot of saliva going around. <laughs> it, it looks way worse than it is. <laughs> it looks way worse than it is. And I'm just like, yeah, I look fucked. And you take a picture, and whatever. You're like, you're like, it's so gnarly, dude, part of the show. I meant to do that. What's up? <laughs> like, t- totally meant to happen. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, no, it's it, it but the 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 reed is like pretty sharp, dude. So that's yeah. that's what will that's what will catch you. Cause these are these is like, like this is like a sixty dollar harp right here, um, and this is like this is like one of the best ones. Um, yeah, I mean this one is filled with like good ones that I have, but like this is more of a uh, this is more of like a this is like a uh, twenty dollar one that just doesn't. It's not as loud and like yeah, precise. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. It's got a, a bit of a got, fuller sound, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And then you got this one, which is called a Dan Moy, which is a Vietnamese one, which is pretty small, but it has like a sick sound. Oh, shit. And then this one, yeah, I can play like a little differently, where it was like a. Oh shit. 
Yeah, we're working on that one. <laughs> nice, dude. Nice. Yeah. It's a bunch you know of different. You, dude, you you impressed the hell out of me with not only your your different hobbies and the eclecticness of those hobbies, but also the drive that you put into your hobbies, man. Like I love that you're there working on your mouth harp. You're there work. Mm -hmm. You're you're there at the Tetris machine doing the Tetris. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and and dude, I, I just respect the hell out of it. Your dedication to the things that you love in your life is a. Uh, is very admirable and very inspiring, man. Very much so. I mean, it's like yeah. if you're gonna do and go full throttle, like yeah, dude. That. I'd also I'd add, dude. Like you know, it's super super refreshing to just have you know you're you're you, it just comes out, bro. You're a nice guy. You're a authentic person, and um, yeah, Thanks, it's just man. really nice. It's just nice to hang with cool people. You know, it's, it's just something that's easy. It's just easier. Right. Than just like feeling like, you know, you have to like be a certain way or do a certain thing. So yeah, it really sure. comes out in you, bro. Yeah, Thank for sure. Mellow vibe too, man. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks dude. Thanks. Um, what we'll do is we'll, we'll, we'll kind of round, round it out now, dude, and, uh, and give you an opportunity. Um, shout out, um, your socials, your YouTube, if you want your Twitch, um, also, if you've got any projects coming up that you want people to keep an ear out for or anything, shout it out, dude. Get, let the people know what's going on. All right. Uh, Aaron Jaws Himoki across all platforms. If you just search that across all platforms, that's what this Aaron Jaws Himoki. What, any advice to people doing, trying to create something, just make the name the same across all platforms. It's so yeah. much easier. So that's a little piece of social media advice. <laughs> um, let's see. Okay, actually, yeah, we're doing. Hold on, let me let me let me do this real quick. This is the next thing I did. Yeah. Oh yeah, but okay. All right, I'm gonna be live streaming a DJ and Tetris, and we're calling it Kitchen Dwellers. And then so, oh. like this whole setup behind me, and then so that's kind of like what the camera sees. Um, oh and, uh, can I flip this camera? I can't flip I it. Right. Can try it. There, there you go, yeah. Yeah, so I got like this fucking neon sign, which is sick. Like all these <laughs> boards hung up. And we have a DJ that's set up right here. And so you're looking in the background and then nice. it's connected to the Tetris, which is sitting right here. And <laughs> we have the camera that's pointing at the player's face and then the Tetris going and another camera that's sitting right here, pointed right here with the DJ in the dance floor. And I do that, uh, every other every other saturday uh on my live on my twitch and it's a good time so <laughs> dude dude that sounds freaking amazing the kitchen dwellers the kitchen dwellers <laughs> yeah yeah because this is what I, we just dwell in the kitchen and just fucking dance and, and drink beers and play tetris it's <laughs> amazing I love, I love it dude that's absolutely amazing yeah, um, so that's the next thing that i'm working on and then once so once i can skate again we're going to add skating into the kitchen dwellers because I have in my backyard, I have a quarter pipe 
sitting at the end over here. Nice. Yeah, quarter pipe over there. And then I have like a bunch of crazy flat bars over here. And then oh, so yeah. we'll put we'll put like a camera like right right here. Nice. Pointed at there. And then this is like kind of where everybody chills at. And then so we'll have another camera right here. And then oh, so nice. it'll be like it'll be skating. It'll be skating music and video games like what more could you ask for <laughs> the dream the dream the dream yeah. I, i'm pretty sure that's what martin luther king was talking about wasn't <laughs> it all? i'm pretty sure <laughs> so like that's my next thing that i'm like really gonna like try to work towards and try to like make it pretty fucking sick just because like i don't know i really enjoy doing the like live stream and i think it's like a i think that that's kind of geared towards the future of like because yeah. everybody wants things so quick and i think that the live streaming is just going to become easier and easier and easier so i'm like i want to like keep doing that and be a relevant i guess streamer you know and it's easy yeah. to like take that content and dwindle it down to like oh here's the stream content that goes to the youtube that goes to the instagram that goes to the tiktok you know it all like can dwindle down and yeah. uh so, and I'm running everything off of this fucking uh, old fucking shitty laptop too. So the next thing is like, I'm going to get like a nice, a good PC and just have like a battle station set up and like, yep. like, dude, like I'm running, I'm running the fucking ethernet cord from the, from the room back there all the way into, <laughs> into the Tetris, which into my computer the like thing so it's like i need to set up a legit battle station <laughs> and get my shit like properly fucking set up and that's like that's honestly like the thing that i'm working on within the next few months i'm gonna be like like have it all set up ready to skate ready to fucking go because i've just been doing i've been doing lots of physical therapy lots of time at home as well just because i'm not traveling um and so lots of time to just work on this shit up stuff. So within the next few months, it's going to be like, I'm going to have it set up super proper. So yeah, dude, that's my, that's, that's awesome. game. <laughs> dude, that's so awesome. Let me, let me show you something as well. I'll show you something <laughs> funny as well. I'll, 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 I'll trans. I know what you're going to show. Let me just pop the camera out of here and, uh, and see if I can manage this. I think you've got this set up. You got this set up is sick. Right, so yeah, we've so we've got like some cameras set up. We've got Tom. We've got some like lights. But I'm not sure if you could see that wire dangling. That's our Ethernet <laughs> yeah. cable. That's our Ethernet cable that then goes into the back of my computer. There. <laughs> so we also are it's in the from hall. An upstairs. The window. upstairs window. We've got our Ethernet cable. So we're right there with you, dude. We're right there with you. I was thinking the same damn thing. Like. It's like that's so funny. So funny that you mentioned the Ethernet cable. <laughs> Oh my god, I love that. That is so funny. Like, yeah, it's 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 just wires every fucking where. And you like just as long as it looks good on camera, you're good. Exactly but then you it. like turn the camera around, it's like a damn shit show. Yeah, dude, yeah. The, the floor is a mess. Yeah. <laughs> Don't dude. It's it's a it's a it's a it's a like one hour operation of setup and, and breakdown on our end, but uh but it's, those uh, it's, it's good fun. Oh, those those lights are legit for sure. Like they are yeah. good, man. 
And it, yeah, yeah, we it, needed them as well. We, we were struggling with lighting. We were using like lamps that we have around the house, you know, like your bedside lamp. We were like <laughs> angling lamps and we had like, 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 like an office light. You know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Trying to like a light shit. Fucking ridiculous. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. So yeah, like, I mean, shit here, like this is my idea. I'll just keep showing you guys whatever. Fuck it. Like <laughs> this is going to be the battle station. Like I already got like, two other old school TVs in here, like ready to fucking go. And then this is going to be like the battle station uh, nice. where I'm set everything up and then everything's just going to go from here, probably out to here and then out to the skating. And then once we get the kitchen dwellers things popping off, it's just going to be, it's going to be okay. sick. I'm making legit. Yeah. So, so dude, on the live stream, is it just going to be different panels with different, like different feeds? from all the different areas in the house? How's that gonna work? Or are you gonna have like live um, editing that's gonna be focusing on different aspects of what's going on? So that's the, that's the tricky part. <laughs> uh, yeah. Is that it can be all put together like on one, one screen, like it'll all just be together. And then you can also do it to where you switch from mm -hmm. like someone would, someone would have to be sitting there inside Switching. the battle station like literally going like camera camera a camera b camera yeah. c whatever yeah. but there's a way just like how this is like how i mean uh i'm pro i'm big on your screen and you guys are small like you could do that to where like uh the tetris would be in the corner the dj would be in the corner and then like the skating would be like the big thing in the middle or yeah. whatever you know what i mean so i have to yeah. figure out how to set that all up yeah yeah which is another editing i i've used to do it i use this thing called uh i use obs uh, open broadcast system yeah i think yeah whatever but it's just like layers on layers on layers and yeah, yeah. just photoshop shit you know and so yeah it's a fun though it's yeah, we, we, I think we, we use, uh, we use Streamlabs for, for when we do Streamlabs OBS for when we do, we, 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 yeah. so we're big, we're big MMA fans and we, uh, we do a, a watch along party for UFC events. And, oh. um, and so like we, we stream those and yeah, dude, the whole like switching. So like, it's so funny. Tom, Tom does like a lot of the, like in between the fights and we do comment, we do like a play by play commentary together, but in between fights, Tom does a lot of the talking cause I'm there like switching, like, from like, oh, let's put our advert up and like switch the screen and like then put this up and the, the, stats, of the, 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 the stats of the next fight and blah, blah, blah. So yeah, I, I fully know what that's about. Damn, okay, so you're like, you're like, you're live uh, editing it pretty much. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Ah, okay. Yeah, basically. I, shit, I set my shit up like way before and it's like just sits there, you know, just ready yeah. to go. So that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Do you? <It's> like, <laughs> I, my Streamlabs kept crashing, so I just like switched. Yeah. Streamlabs. This is not a commercial for yeah. Streamlabs right now. I'll do one of those as well, dude. Oh, yeah. it's like, dude, it crashed so many fucking times on me. I'm like, fuck this. Like, and I just yeah. switched over to OBS. It's like the same damn thing. Yeah. yeah. It's, basically, it's, it's basically the yeah. same thing. Yeah. And it hasn't crashed, so just saying. <laughs> perfect perfect well guys thank you so much for uh watching this episode of 
I mean, the dude has been an absolute pleasure having you on, Jules. Like I said, you're one of my heroes uh, and have been for a long time. So thank you so much for joining us. Uh, it's been a pleasure sure. chatting to you. Thank you guys, man. This is fun. I enjoyed yeah. this. You guys for rule. sure, dude. Thanks, dude. Thanks. And uh, and and for anyone who's watching, as usual, hit us with the Holy Trinity. Like and follow Facebook. Subscribe on YouTube. Share 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 the podcast. We we really appreciate it. Um, on that, thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Joss. Yeah, thank you, guys. We're chugging through. We're loving doing this stuff for you guys. Um, if you want to support us, if you want to make sure that we can keep getting you know, better quality set, better quality lights, make the filming better. Bigger, um, bigger batteries for the camera. Bigger batteries for the camera. <laughs> yes! You know, all that kind of stuff. Um, you can do that by just liking, following the page, and subscribing to the YouTube channel. That is what really makes a difference to us.